Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombus, we've always said our socks, underwear, and t shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombus. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. You're listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. This is Paul Hawksby. And Andy Jacobs. And this is the H&J Daily with some of the best bits of this afternoon's show. Once again, two funny men joined us uh, talking about very different things. One was Simon Brodkin, TikTok sensation. Yes, fantastic. Comedian, uh, prankster. Uh, he's found he's got a few issues around pranking at the moment, which are quite obvious, but he explained more. Mm. Omid Jalili joined us. Um, he took, took us back to the old days when you had to go to the chemist to get your pictures developed. Yeah. Amongst other things. Mm. Uh, Andy um, had a bit of a rant about the cricket. Well, I say that. Um, and you got involved, and we talked about Harry Kane's new flash place in Wentworth. Yeah. So here it all is. Hope you enjoy. Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon, Andy. Yeah, there are some days on this show when you do this job that it's a shame you just you can't swear because nothing else does it justice. Right. However much you want to say how bad it is, only if you used a load of expletives would it, the worst expletives, that would explain how England have played this Well, you morning. are on TalkSport, please do not swear. Well, I can't, that's right. No, that's true. I mean, really, honestly, let's, I mean, have, get out of your system let's have a look at breaks. Joe Root's stellar contribution to this match. Yes, OK, go Tremendous. On, he drops a catch that costs 112 runs and then he gets out second ball. Thanks for coming, mate. Tremendous. <laughs> Bairstow, really worth leaving out folks for, drops every... Blooming catch he gets mm-hmm. and makes no runs whatsoever. Moen Alley, honestly, he should just go home now. We should play with ten men. Okay. If I was the coach, I'd say, to him, "Go on, go home, get in the car, go, go. clear off, like clear mates. Go on, clear, clear off, clear off, mate, because you're not worth being here, really. Yeah. Honestly, I, we've got a new punch ball here, and previously, well, no, it's one of these machines. Yeah, it's, I mean, I, I'm sure you may have it seen it. It measures how hard you can punch. Yeah, and it's one of the fairground ones, but it's been beautifully uh, repurposed. New oh, decals, yeah. uh, beautiful de- new stickers yeah. featuring uh, Alan Brazil and Ali McCoy. It's a, it's, a it's, beautiful, tremendous. it's a lovely thing, isn't it? I put a mental image of Joe Root's face on it, and pre- previous to this, I've only scored 530. I got 730. Oh, wow. I'm, in the break, I'm going out to try mowing Alley. Oh. <laughs> I might break the machine. <laughs> I don't think he'd be able to measure it. God, he's, he's not well, Andy. You, I mean, really, you have to sometimes just take a deep breath. I mean, no, I know no, I no. don't want England to lose, but you know, you have to put a bit of perspective on it sometimes. Well, don't you, you know, you say that, but I mean, really, honestly, what's so frustrating? Mm. You know, if you lose to is to put it in football terms. Okay, if you lose five 0 to a team, they're much better than you. You say, well, fair yeah. enough, they're much better. Than. But in this series, they are not much better than us. That's what's so frustrating. There's, there's one difference between the two teams. That's catching and. Yeah, fielding basically. That's the difference. Better basics. They held. They've held their catches. We've dropped. We've given them seventeen chances. I mean, it's just chronic. Uh, a good story, though. Do you see that Alex Carey, the uh, Australian wicketkeeper, apparently, according to uh, Alistair the Cook, yeah. it was Alistair Cook, apparently, yeah. Said it, yeah. He left the barbers without paying for a haircut. Well, to Did be, he... let's clear this up. Uh, he went and had a haircut, uh, and it was, um, I, I think, it was a cash-only place. Hmm. 
and and this barber met Alistair Cook. He said oh, we had Alex Carey mm. in the other day, and um, he was going to transfer me the money, but I've not had it yet. Alistair Cook does point out that he could have transferred it after the conversation with the barber. I just wonder if he waited till the barber's back was turned and sneaked out. Oh, yeah, he could <laughs> have done. done. He could have done, yes. And the barber said, I'll, I'll, I'll just go and get some out the back for you. And then suddenly he was gone. Of course not. I'm sure he is, he is paid up now. He's not that not that kind of lad. Now, planning news. You want some planning oh, news? Oh, give me some planning news. Showbiz planning news. Here we go. Planning news. Yeah, one of the great joys of, uh, of journalism these days, and probably was always the case, that if someone wanted to do a kind of big change to a property uh, from a planning point of view, mm. it's there because people can object or whatever. Yeah. It's there in the public, public domain. Record, yeah. So it does allow you to then go off, and if it's someone famous, just completely have a route around their new house before they even yeah. buy. Sorry I said route, Andy. But <laughs> um, this is Harry Kane's new luxury mansion near yeah. Wentworth, leading everybody to say so. It started for with Chelsea Kevin Keegan, didn't it? His shed or something. I know, it was it? Kevin Kevin Keegan's extension. extension. I mean, that was yeah. that, that was an odyssey. That was incredible. <laughs> Will they let him do it? Won't they let him do it? I mean, we were back and forward on that one. It was fantastic. But this is this sounds pretty straightforward. Yeah. He's got planning permission to do this. His house in Wentworth. Um, of course, the, the son couldn't uh, resist it. They said he's got no trophy room. He's not mm. having a. Tr well, he'll put them somewhere else. I would imagine. Should he win some? He's got plenty of personal ones. But this is what he has got mm. in uh, in this new place. Uh, it does sound very nice. Um, he's going to have a golf simulator, a room just with his golf. Despite the fact that mm. when he opens his back door, he's on the 18th at Wentworth. <laughs> he wants an indoor yes, golf simulator. in the winter when the, when the weather's bad. So the first floor includes huge uh, his and hers dressing rooms, a glam room. I've always said a grim room when I first... But why would we want a grim room? A glam room, uh, presumably for wife Katie, although, you know, mm. I'm sure H likes to be a bit glam now and again. A grand circular bath... And an infrared sauna. Just some of the things that Harry's going to have there. Uh, plenty of rooms for the couple's uh, growing family. Uh, four bedrooms with mm. private dressing rooms and en suites. Does this sound like a bloke that's going to buy Munich? Uh, <laughs> well, it's, it's going to take a while to get built, I would think. Yes. He's going to have, they're, they're going to demolish the main building, the pool house, and the garage to make way for the three-floor uh, dwelling. It does sound very nice. There's going to be a lift to each level, future, in case that ankle goes again, he can't yeah, go up yeah, the yeah. stairs. Well, they will have, if, if he does stay fit, a grand spiral staircase. It's going to have a Georgian-style look. And uh, there's going to be uh, ensuite bedrooms for staff as well. Yeah. Uh, in the downstairs, upstairs, downstairs, where Harry Kane. It sounds very full. So it sounds nice. Me. It's very close to Chelsea's training ground. So I say a lot of people have been uh, reading quite a lot into that. Well, don't bother. But the reason I bring it up is <laughs> the golf simulator room. Wouldn't it be great? You'll show occasionally in life. You are you go and have a look at a new uh, go and have a look at a house and you say oh yeah, that sounds perfect for us mm. and then you're you're having a look round mm. and they say and this is my. West Bromwich Albion room, and it's or it might be the the Alan Partridge room. It might be my say it's mm. Matt Goss who was in. This is my Matt Goss room, and it's you know what I mean. Well, Matt Goss has got his own Matt Goss room. No, not Matt Goss wouldn't have his own Matt Goss room. It doesn't make any sense. But a, 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 an Uber fan of Matt Goss, might. boss Matt Goss. Yes, right. <laughs> so the reason we bring this up because sometimes yeah. you do see some weird and wonderful stuff when you're looking at a house. I mean, I've mentioned before. Somebody said took us into this house we looked at years ago, mm. and they said, "Well, come in. This is our." Pride and joy, mm. and it was this massive York stone bar 
that took up most of a not particularly big uh, mm. sort of um, living room in uh, in Enfield in uh, North London. And I, they're saying, oh, we love this. He built that by hand. And all I'm thinking is, day one, I'll take a sledgehammer to <laughs> Getting that. rid of that. Day one, <laughs> I'll really enjoy it. A couple of mates around, get the old sledges out, and we'll, we'll take it out. So anyway, um, some of the stuff, some of the weird and wonderful stuff you've encountered while house hunting, I think the golf simulator room could possibly be one of them if H does move on hmm. in later years. Let us know. Talksport.com forward slash H&J. Text to 81089 or tweet to TSH&J. Don't worry if he starts asking for German plans. Permission. Yeah, that's right. I mean, still that big black castle in Bavaria. <laughs> yeah. That's the worry, isn't it? I mean, you know, it's a lot of mountains there, so he can't play a lot of golf. <laughs> now, that, do you have golf courses in uh, Munich, uh, David? Um, I've got to just do this one before we go to the yeah. break, though. This is uh, this caught my eye. A documentary about footballer Calvin Phillips is in the works. The Road to City will stream on Prime Video. I was thinking, they won't need to license much match footage. It'd be quite cheap to make, won't it? <laughs> quite possibly. <laughs> I think I speak for all talk sport listeners here, says uh, Ant in South East London, is Andy, we want you to swear. We want you to swear. <laughs> well, I don't, and he won't be. And thankfully, I have a button that uh, that can, if he does, he almost did once, quite spectacularly. Mm. He used the most appalling word mm. after Chelsea. Because it's Chelsea or England cricket, obviously. The most, of, the worst, very worst word. And I think you got possibly the second. Um, mm. Yeah, uh, no, it's no, it's only one syllable. But you got the very last letter of it uh, as the red light came back on in the studio. It was Chelsea versus FC Gallon, wasn't it? St yeah, Gallen. St Gallen. Yeah, yeah, you've come a long way since Chelsea, haven't you? Well, now being there. the best team in England for the last fifteen years. Oh, yeah, why? Yeah, thanks, Maurizio. <laughs> the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Uh, so, uh, this, is a, this is a stat you're like any of a man of a certain age. Hmm. Uh, you'll despair quite possibly. You've been despairing about the cricket. Almost two in five young people haven't taken a holiday snap with a camera that needed film, uh, whilst almost a third have never set foot into a travel agent or sent a postcard. Well, that's understandable. Neither of which are a great loss, are they? <laughs> well, let's you know, find phone out. Phone cameras are much better than ordinary cameras. They were. There was no wasted film. No. That's why I always feel quite... If I'm walking across yeah. uh, the sort of around London and people taking pictures, I don't like to walk in front of someone's picture, but if they're taking too long, you think, well, you know, okay. it's not going to cost you five in developing, is it? No, Anyway, here to talk about that and tell us why we're talking about it is friend of the show, comedian Chelsea fan, uh, Omid Jalili. Hi, Omid. Well, honestly, Andy, I can't believe you said that. People, the young people don't know the joys. The <laughs> joys of taking a Kodak film, 20 pictures and getting them printed, yeah. and you wait a week you get and finally you back. get 10 of them. <laughs> 10 of them are just blurry pictures of the ground or your toe. They know the joys of postcards as well. You go, <laughs> you, you go somewhere, you buy 10 postcards, you say, I'm here. You spend three days looking for stamps, you send them, and they arrive a month after you got back from holiday. People don't know the joys, the joys of this. That's true. We were we were idiots back then, weren't we? Clearly, I do um, send my grandchildren <laughs> postcards. We do. They like it. So yeah. so young kids still like it. Yeah, so wherever nice. we are, we just and it always says the same thing. Wish you were here. Love grandma and grandpa. I mean, just a tradition. We just wherever we are. I'm sure maybe they, they live on in that way. Maybe then, Omid. Yeah, they do, but it's um, but but I wanted to do, I want to highlight this. I'm I'm very happy to be talking about this because I was I was away doing a film, mm. and, and by the way, you should watch this film. It's coming out. It's the first musical about the life of Jesus. Uh, it's it's wow. called um, Journey Journey to Bethlehem. It's the first musical. I mean, it's 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 the people who did Glee. You know, Glee. Glee oh, yeah, 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 Jesus, yeah. basically. Yeah, Antonio Banderas is Herod. I'm one of the uh, I'm one of the wise men. It's a musical. It's 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 fa it's fabulous. 
And we were in Almeria in Spain, which is where they shot all the, uh, you know, spaghetti westerns and, you know, mm. good, the bad, the mm. ugly. And um, I didn't, for some reason, I couldn't get onto the Wi-Fi. So I was just using my mobile data. And when I got back, I was so shocked that nearly all my wages went on <laughs> for, the day. Because for a Hollywood gone. film. All my wages were gone. <laughs> and I'm funny. here, honestly, I'm honestly, because it, it, it is such an alarming thing that all my wages went on just just streaming Netflix and because I couldn't understand anything on the telly. I couldn't believe. So um, I'm here to say that there is there's there is a savior. There is something yeah. called the Smarty Mobile uh, SIM cards, which you put in for 12 quid, get 100 gigabytes of stuff. And they're actually 12 gigabytes uh, you can use in European roaming. And people from Europe come here and they can use it as well. So it's a way with the cost of living crisis and the way because of Brexit, we're being punished. I'm on a I'm on a journey to tell everyone that get these smarty mobile um, SIM cards and save yourselves hundreds and hundreds, well, thousands, in my case, thousands went. So I'm, <laughs> it's an emergency <laughs> and they've finally done it. So I wanted to share that with you. Good stuff. Yeah, now, now, before we talk football, hmm. I just want to say how much I enjoyed you in Bridget Christie's The Change. I thought it was absolutely brilliant, brilliant. I think an award-winning series for me. Isn't it brilliant? Yeah. And it, and I, it's one of those things where I talk to Bridget because it's always like feminists, feminists always looking for a, a really useless husband. It was like <laughs> Joe Brown had me as a husband, now Bridget Christie. <laughs> and, the, and I think the great thing is what she was saying. It's not really, it's not so much about the menopause or about feminism. It's all, it's also about men understanding what women go through. And my character goes through a real mm. journey mm. where he understands what it's like. And he starts doing the, there's some terrible scenes of me on a toilet and, the, you know, we've run out of toilet paper, so he starts unpeeling the cardboard of the toilet oh, roll. Yeah. It's really awful, really awful stuff. But I think it's... Uh, I'm very proud of the series. It's, it's, it's been described as one of the most unique and original series. I'm glad you like it. Did you really enjoy it? Yeah, I loved I it. it really I watched the last two part. last night. We both, my wife and I, we both enjoyed it. Might be doing some more mm. on it. Is it too early to yeah, say? Or? I don't want to do a spoiler, but I, I, it feels like there's going to be another series. I think with the very large, when I show up at the end and someone asks, who am I in in, in no uncertain terms, mm. I think it opens up me going into her new world. Yeah, just watch it. You won't know for another month um, if, if they'll give it a second series, but I think it's in for a, it's got a very good shout. Good stuff. Brilliant. Now, Andy's, t I mean, despite the fact you've got a good manager and some very good players, um, Andy's a touch uh, concerned about next season so Sam Matterface. He said to me, I had a look at our squad yesterday. It's frightening. It is. We've got there's, no midfield. We're there's so... still time to buy players. How are you feeling, Omid, about the season ahead? I'm, I'm actually feeling that, you know, Antonio Conte, when he came, he um, he, he, he really, he, all he did was he moved Victor Moses to right wing back. Mm. And that was, we had pretty much the same players and we won the league. And, and I think we've got, we, we had too many players I, I speak on behalf of all Chelsea fans. We didn't think that the two of our best passers, which is Mount and Kovacic, would go. We knew we'd have to lose eight or nine players. I wouldn't have chosen to lose them. But I think Potch has the bit between his teeth. He's still got a good squad there. And, you know, if they can just find the joy of playing again, you know, I could see they'd lost the heart. When Thomas Tuchel went, I think we, we saw the end of Havertz. I don't think Havertz was going to play. 
without Tuchel. And I think we'll see we'll see a new Chelsea. I'm, I'm, I'm very optimistic about the next season. Are you not? What, what are you feeling, Andy? I think the best they can do is seventh. That'll be a very, very good season. I think it's a big period of transition. He's got a lot of young players, a lot of inexperienced players, a lot of prospects. As Paul says, there's still time. They still haven't really got a striker. They've got Brozier, but they still haven't bought a striker. And, uh, and they've got no midfields. Apart from that, it's looking great. <laughs> Tremendous. <laughs> well, well done. Well, well, Raheem Sterling says Brozier is the fastest player he's ever seen. So I'm, I'm looking, I'm looking. Brozier could be our savior, and that's how yeah, I've got, uh, yeah, got. got a big hope for him too. I think you know, and I, Enzo Fernandez, I think is tremendous. But you know, I, I, they shouldn't go for this guy in Brighton. They should not be. Can I say no? In, yeah, Hundred million pounds. It's not worth it. Why I can't stand about this t- recruitment team, I mean, is that they just they buy high, sell low, and. They don't seem to have any plan B. So they go for this player and they let, you know, in the end, are they going to give Brighton Colwell? Because that would be the most massive mistake they've made since they've been there if they do that because he's brilliant. Well, I tell you what, we were at that game when Chelsea lost 2 1 to Brighton. I never, that was a turning point for me where I'm screaming for Lampard to bring on defenders to keep the, to keep the score at 2-1 because I thought that was going to be 4-1, 5-1, mm. And you saw that team went on to be Arsenal at the Emirates 3-0. That that Brighton team was special. I'm, I'm very sad, actually. For football, I'm sad that that team seems to be breaking up, you know, and because I thought they could do... I, I was I had money on them winning the Champions League in a couple of years. That's so stupid. I don't know why I did that, but <laughs> but I think that was a real shame. They were very strong. They were great to watch. They actually made Chelsea look like boys that day, and... Uh, and by the way, they're one of the best chants I've ever heard because they won the, 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 the when Chelsea were playing them. They said we've won everything, and they were like singing the the Sussex Cup. You, 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 the we've Sussex never won Cup. that. <laughs> we won the Sussex Cup. You'll never say that we won the Sussex Cup. <laughs> no, we won't say that. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, just very quickly, uh, you'll get off to Ipswich as well because that's your part of the world now. Yeah, yeah. So you'll take in some of their games this season. Uh, yeah, definitely. Kieran McKenna has done a fantastic job, and uh, I think everyone, everyone's dying to get the Ipswich leads. That's the game we want to see, and that's and they're playing good. I don't know if anyone's following Ipswich. They're playing some really nice football. And that whole Ipswich from the eighties and uh, late seventies, that vibe is coming back, and the whole the whole town is pulling together. So it's uh, it's going to be a brilliant season, and 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 I'm finally we're seeing good football there. It's brilliant. I'm looking forward to it. Excellent. Cheers, Omid. Good to talk to you. We we'll catch up with you soon. Great talking, guys. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Yeah, we're just watching that drop catch by I'm, Stark. I'm surprised he didn't claim it as a catch. They normally do. <laughs> what do you mean it's hit the ground and rolled along three feet away from you? It's still out, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. It does, he doesn't really roll into them, does he? I mean, I know he had to make up a lot of yeah, ground he there. Did, but he didn't get to it. He didn't quite make it, did no. he? But his elbows had gone to ground again. Even if he had got it, it's a pretty would have good chance he yeah. wouldn't have caught it. It mm. would have bounced out of his hands. But it was a tough this chance. This isn't going to last long. <laughs> Come on, Andy, be a bit more optimistic. You're, it sounds like you're desperate to get out to prove your point. Well, you know, not no. I'd much rather they stay there and reduce the deficit as much as possible. Well, 65 it is currently, mm. which will be frustrating the Aussies, you would think. Well, what would you mm. be happy with as a deficit, Andy? What makes it a goer? 20. <laughs> really? Yeah. No more than 20? No more than 20. Okay, fair enough. A little row sunshine. Well, anyway, um, Stan Collymore joins us a little bit later. I'm going to look at some of the big football stories of the day. Tom Barkley is going to be up uh, from Georgia at uh, 2.15 as we uh, preview the Under-21 European Championship final. Should be a great game, I think. Yeah, should be a cracker. That's uh, live on TalkSport tomorrow afternoon from 5. But before all of that, um, friend of the show, 
comedian TikTok sensation these days. Oh, absolutely. He's doing the Edinburgh Festival. It is comedian and arch prankster. It is uh, Simon Brodkin. Hey, Simon. Hello, boys. How are you doing, guys? Good, good. good. Thank you. TikTok good. sensation. You are a TikTok. Bring it you, on. You've got yeah, it's amazing. One of your uh, one of your routines from last year's Edinburgh it's had forty million views. Yeah, and um, I think there's just naked dancing and then me on TikTok. <laughs> I wondered what it was. Yeah. So what this show? It's a it's a brand new show you're doing. You've written for uh, for Edinburgh. I'll take it. You'll you'll tour with it after. But what's it about? Uh, as the blurb says, guns, God, the Ayatollah, and a man called Xavier. Oh, yeah. So is that, is that good, isn't it? You need to Sounds keep good. the Xavier stuff. Can you tell us any more about him? Because, yes, right, you're trying, trying to introduce uh, your wife to a man called Xavier. Is that, <laughs> do we need to keep that? Is it important we keep the mystery well, around it? Well, I'm, 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 I'm not. I'm, I'm not sure the overlap of talk sport listeners with Edinburgh Festival frequenters. So let's we can we can um, oh, no, we can surprised. let you into a, <laughs> we can let you into a few little uh, early little secrets. It's mm. um, put it this way: I realise in a a fairly damning analysis of myself that um, I may not be exactly what my wife deserves, oh. and. Um, and there might be another man who could fill my role slightly better than me. Right. Um, is this a kind so, of composite man you think would be better than you, that, or, or is it a real man? This is a figment of my imagination. Right. Uh, a man who uh, who reads things like books and <laughs> um, thinks of things like other people. <laughs> and uh, asks, you know, we'll, we'll ask her things like, how was your day? And then... Not fart when she answers and say, can you smell that? I bet you can come closer. It's a cracker. You know, all these various bits and pieces to do with uh, what, 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 where I would like to be. But no, I'm never going to get there. You know, the you... guy who, who shops in his local independent shop brings out his bag for life. You know, the only one he's ever bought. Not on those... <laughs> People who forgets of every time he goes shopping, so just has a cupboard full of very, very expensive bags for that couple of hours. So, yeah. That is a very good point, actually. Look, we're going to come back to you uh, just very briefly. Going back to uh, Headingley, there's been a wicket, John Norman. Yeah, just more nonsense, really, from England. Ben Stokes batting beautifully at one end, and, you know, instead of sticking it out like he did at Lords, uh, Stuart Broad just takes on the short ball. It was a brilliant catch, actually, from uh, Steve Smith from uh, deep backwards square leg. Uh, really having to make up a lot of ground, running along the boundary and then putting in the dive as well, taking the catch two-handed. Um, but, you know, England are going to uh, walk off the field with Stokes unbeaten, 50-odd or so. I mean, it's absolute nonsense, really. Um, 64 behind, Ollie Robinson has come out to bat, so we'll just see how he approaches things and how quickly he can move uh, between the wickets. Uh, but England now 64 behind, they're 199 for nine. Ashes update on TalkSport with Thatcher's Gold Cider. Perfection in every drop. Please drink responsibly. We're chatting to uh, comedian Simon Brodkin about his new uh, Edinburgh show, um, Xavier. Yeah. Um, so you've even named the show after him. So <laughs> yeah, at least, at least now in, are England bowling? Uh, uh, they not, will be. There will be any they, minute. They, now. They <laughs> they is there another wicket? When am I going to be? In, should we just hold while the final wicket? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it's very possible. <laughs> now you've you did a, you've done a couple of pranks with the England well, with football teams. Uh, have you done a cricket one as well, Simon? I was trying to think. Have you done something around the cricket team or not? I haven't done a cricket one, and I think now entering the field of any sport, 
they're going to immediately thinking that I'm trying to stop oil production. That's so I'm true. not sure that That's it's... Uh, yeah. I wonder if actually the stewards will sort of wave me by. If I go, listen, no orange paint, just an old-fashioned <laughs> laugh. They go, on you go, come on. <laughs> it's not been good for the world of pranksters, is it? Just stop oil. Uh, I mean, they've honestly, stopped oil. They've just stopped and, pranksters. Yeah, them and ISIS have really made it hard yeah. for the world of, uh, of people who just want to interrupt things they're not meant to be at just for a giggle. No, that's so, very true. Um, yeah, now, just stop oil, more like just stop other pranksters from having a good time. <laughs> yeah, very true. I see you're taking the tour to Europe, uh, which is yes. quite an interesting thing. And Can you uh, be a bit more specific if we're buying tickets? I mean, well, I think <laughs> Oslo, I see here. Come and see me oh, live in Europe. Just Europe, know, right? That'll do. I'm on right? at 7.30 in right. Europe. Post-Brexit, it's just say, say Europe now, right? It's just not... So, yeah, um, yeah, it's, so, yeah, no, it's pretty cool. So the tour's just... Uh, the tour's exploded, really. It's like... Um, this is overtaking my tours when I was doing it as Lee Nelson, which is which is pretty cool. So um, yeah, Europe. I say Europe. It's more Scotland, oh. um, but no, we're, I, I actually don't know all the dates. It's Scandinavia, Oslo, Copenhagen, it's, uh, Rotterdam, Helsinki, and Bergen. There, there we go. Or that's sorted. So I'll go, yeah, I'll I'll do any bar mitzvahs, weddings anywhere in the northern hemisphere during mm. those few weeks I'm around. But um, yeah, it's pretty cool. My first foray into uh, an international tour, and away I go. Are you uh, your world of sort of uh, hoaxing and prankstering? Is that is that just on the back burner, or have you retired? Um, well, the whole COVID thing and not being allowed to get within two meters of anyone did make that tricky for a while. Of course. Uh, then I think we went through that phase with politics, where no matter what I did, the people actually in power would be funnier. <laughs> so that held me back for a little while. And uh, as I say, now everyone's right on the lookout with these um, Just Stop Oil protests. And uh, I mean, mm. uh, it is a good cause, but um, frankly, it's stopping me from getting into a lot of places. So yeah. uh, they should take a long, hard look at themselves and think, is this really, is it worth doing? Mm. And, well, and, Andy was saying yesterday, Simon, uh, on Wednesday, I mean, that uh, they haven't stopped toil, so it hasn't worked. And I did point out they were probably playing a slightly longer <laughs> game than he imagined. They didn't have, like, a two-month no, no, two plan. My argument is that it's not effective. The, the, the only way to solve the climate crisis is through science. That's mm. what will happen. That's what will ultimately save us. You know, all this... You know, Putting a jigsaw on at Wimbledon, the thousand-piece jigsaw on the court, eighteen. Oh no, I think it isn't, was. It was. It isn't going to save was confetti, mankind. It was confetti in a jigsaw box. It wasn't the pieces of the jigsaw. It's, you don't want to no, do I, that. I, I, I think it was actually meant to be. I don't want the next generation to have to pick up the pieces. Yeah, that, quite well, a that, complicated. Uh, uh, but Andy the is the most impatient um, <laughs> uh, 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 protester in history. You know, you'll be out there with the suffragettes. Right, we've been out here two hours, girls, and uh, no one's given us the vote. Let's go home. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's effectively right. what Andy was saying. Yes, I am. It's just like any any protests. Uh, you, you've, you've got to work it's within about, the first you know, hour. It's about the egos of these middle class. <laughs> oh, Andy, yeah, that's what it is. Got Andy, Andy's gone on a. It, it, yeah, it, it, can, it is mad. interesting. Can I drop you here, Gov? Because it's a big one way so. system. I tell you, a lot yeah. of people agree with me. It doesn't make it right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I mean, it, I, I, obviously, you can't really argue with their cause. They want to no, no, stop fossil. But I'm just thinking, you know, when the guy threw the orange paint over at the, uh, the crucible, mm. I, was the guy, was the CEO of BP on the phone going, stop the drilling, lads. Yes, exactly. They've interrupted the snooker. Yeah, I always yeah. said that was our red line. 
Yeah, Maybe. True. I mean, I'm just thinking, if you really want to get... It's, <laughs> well, you've got to go... You've probably got to go... Uh, it's got to be the season. It's got to be Henley. You've got to interrupt Henley. We're, Charlie Baker made a good point mm. yesterday, Simon. He's going to join Just Stop Oil because he thinks it's his best chance of getting um, tickets uh, for him and his daughter <laughs> for Taylor Swift. <laughs> yeah. Because they're well... That's not a venue they well can't get into. No. I mean, if you want tickets uh, for Wimbledon or you want tickets for Lords, they're, you know, they're... They're, they're, you know, they're really difficult there's no, there's to get. No point putting Henley. There's no point putting orange paint on the river. What's good there? Yeah, do? Just I'll tip it into one of the boats and put it in someone's boater. Tip orange paint over someone's uh, striped hey. blazer. Hey, come on! Who needs tickets to get somewhere they're not meant to be? Come on, let's, yeah, let's that's, not be yeah, silly. Prove the that point. On that. That's true. So, Simon, um, people can get tickets at simonbrodkin.com. All the details are there. And, yeah, uh, not for the just stop oil protest. No. Like, this is <laughs> no. <laughs> that was a funny link. If you're looking for a jigsaw yeah. and uh, <laughs> wanting to chuck it over a sporting event, SimonBrodkin.com yeah, has it. got a. Ver- <laughs> that so, might be a cheeky bit of advertising. I can see be, that actually. Yeah. I fund their tickets if they throw a jigsaw of my uh, website scattered across various high high profile sporting events around the UK. Sounds like a uh, winner. Sounds good like to a me. Winner. Cheers, Simon. Always good to talk to you. Thanks very Thanks, much. Simon. Take care. Absolute pleasure, guys. Cheers. Cheers. There's Simon Brodkin there, comedian, uh, arch prankster, and TikTok sensation, as we said. Go and check out very his Very good on Instagram, on too. Yeah, very good, yeah. Uh, so, um, well, England trailed by 51. Um, they had one wicket remaining. Robinson did go out there, so Andy was having to go at him for nothing. <laughs> and uh, he's doing it all, oh, dear. Uh, well, that was Ben Stokes. Uh, but, yeah, Ben Stokes is still out there. You never know. Um, and uh, maybe we can just chip away. You said 20, Andy. Yeah. If we can get a quick 30 runs, you'd be happy. Oh, yeah. Oh, they'd have recovered well if they get to within 20. Yeah. They're well, a, we shall know. see. Um, Could have been a lot worse. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? 
For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Cool. <laughs> you saw in the paper, have you seen this? It's a suit. A sort of the, He's there now. Oh, okay. We can get him. No, John was there. So, uh, yeah, Wood gone, John. Yes, uh, sorry, operator error at uh, at this end. Uh, I started speaking, but uh, no sound came out because a, a mic wasn't uh, switched on. Um, yeah, I mean, look, if, if anything typifies Bazball, it was that eight balls, wasn't it? It was hugely entertaining and completely irrelevant, it feels, to the course of the match. Uh, Australia, uh, through Pat Cummins, have seen off Mark Wood, faced eight deliveries. He smashed his way to 24. The deficit's this side of 100, but it was never going to last. And so it proves Mitchell Marsh with the catch. And so uh, Mark Wood has departed. It must be said for all the uh, angst in and around England, England. Uh, brilliance from Pat Cummins, 5 for 66, and uh, uh, the promise of a couple more. Uh, Ollie Robinson uh, was due to be in by now, but uh, that back spasm that saw him off the, the field yesterday means it's uh, the Nighthawk, um, Stuart Broad, who's new to the crease. But we're all watching Ben Stokes. He's uh, not looked comfortable throughout his innings. And uh, now it's going to be over to him. You imagine singles won't do it. Doesn't look like he wants to run many anyway. So boundaries from here. England, if they can get within 50, possibly they're still in this match. But uh, huge ask from here. Wood's gone. And England now eight down. 168 for eight. Ashes update on TalkSport with Thatcher's Gold Cider. Perfection in every drop. Please drink responsibly. John, apparently the Nighthawk know more because Mark Wood was uh, padded up last night to come in. So I wonder what's, what's going on there. Well, he's better yeah. batsman. Yeah. yeah, you're right. It's also a very, very fast pitch. So maybe that's got something to do with it as well. I mean, it's been a, it's been a, a cracking pitch, actually. And if not for that 100-run partnership uh, between Mitchell Marsh and Travis Head, where both batters were dropped yesterday, it's been a, a test match which has, uh, you know, seen ball dominate bat. But, yeah, I think perhaps it is just simply down to the fact that uh, we know Stuart Broad loves to swing the bat, but uh, out-and-out pace on tracks which are giving so much to the bowler, uh, maybe you fancy Mark Wood uh, padding up. He, he might be back for Old Trafford. We'll just have to wait and see. He, he looked, it, it's looked so weird. annoying. that It's so predictable that England were only going to get this and that's what they would have got. It's so frustrating. It but is. It's just, it is hugely it, frustrating. Their own, because they're their own worst enemies. It's just mad. They should never be in this position. Madness. No, and, and essentially what Australia have done, and they've done it very well, is they've just sat back and let England beat England. Because that's, what, that's what's happened. Yeah. And they've held their catches. I mean, the, when that went up, if it was an England fielder under it, you'd go, well, I don't know, 50-50, might catch it, who knows. But then you know he's not going to drop it. They just don't drop them. It's just the old one they'll well, drop. Smith it. in very, the last test very was the, rare. the standout. Yeah. yeah, it's rare, and it's, oh, it's just so frustrating, really. But there you go. What can you do? You can swing for the hills. That's what England are about to do, I think. And uh, I think the, the, the other frustrating thing is for all of this, this you know, fast run scoring tempo that England have insisted on over the last 12 months. You know, there is a reason why you bat long and that's just to give your bowlers a bit of a break. Yeah. And the last thing we wanted to see was Mark Wood trooping out, padded up at 20 to 2. And he's going to be having to, he's going to be at the end of his mark in about, I don't know, half an hour, 40 minutes time. And essentially... It's all going to be on him, and he's just not had the break that he would have needed. You know, yeah. if he comes back tomorrow when it's cloudy and rainy, perfect, perfect bowling conditions, as it is, sunny all day today, 
and Australia are going to have a big first innings no, left. This is all over by tomorrow night. It's the, all over. Are we, is Ollie Robertson going to come out? I mean, after after yeah. what happened with yeah. Lyon, I would imagine he will come out. He tomorrow. better come out. Yeah. Well, <laughs> he better we come out. The way Lyon came out, and if, yeah. if Robertson, I come on, I'm going to bear back. It would be pathetic. Well, he hasn't said that, Andy. So you can't have a go at a bloke who hasn't done anything. It's a bit. Bit harsh to turn on. Yeah, someone. you've got a funny thing that you won't. There's a yeah. pretty good chance he will come out. It's whether he'll bowl though, John. That's somebody else. I mean, maybe Ben Stokes is going to have to have a bowl. Well, I mean, this, but it's ridiculous, isn't it? You've got Moeen Ali doesn't look fit uh, to bowl. You've got Ben Stokes who's can't bowl. You've got Ollie Robinson who's suffering from back spasms again in his career. That's not a good look. Hobbling off with a back spasm. It's, it's, we've been here before with Ollie Robinson. You know, we're really in a position now where we're going to start talking about a wasted talent and. And he should be the heir successor to either Broad or Anderson. He's throwing it away here. Um, so it's going to be over to Mark Wood, who can't bowl more than four over spells. So we're asking a hell of a lot of Stuart Broad and Chris Wokes, aren't we? Yeah, absolutely. John, uh, yeah, they are properly hitting out. And, uh... Well, they've got no choice, you know. So, so they trail <clears> by 94, <throat> England. Uh, back to John Norman a little bit later on, 169 for That's eight. a w- winning lead. <clears throat> You would think so, but who we, knows? We'd have a first innings lead now if if we'd have held our catches. Yeah, simple. Could have been different. Could have yeah, been. Should have been different. Uh, anyway, yeah. with uh, Harry Kane's uh, flash new gaff in Wentworth, we've found mm. out all the planning news about that. It's got his golf simulator room. Um, what have you encountered when uh, looking at new houses? Paul Forrestal gets good afternoon. Paul, many moons ago, I first uh, looked at my place. The previous lady who owned the house was showing us round, took us into their main bedroom, announced with great pride, my husband made these wardrobes by hand. Well, it sure looked like it, he thought. <laughs> the day after we moved in, um, they were building up the side of the skip in order to get, get the rest of his handiwork in. Imagine if he'd come back. All his yeah, it would have been embarrassing. Yeah, it was really. always there. God, we just popped back. There's something we forgot. Yeah, there yeah. they are in the skip. Um, do let us know then what you encountered when uh, when looking at a property. Talksport.com, text 1889. They like the house and everything, but they said, oh, no, we really, we're a little bit short of money. You know, we, it's really stretching our limit. They were after know? a dizzy, were they? Yeah. Meanwhile, then they went and spent about 350 grand on the house. Ah, so you... <laughs> Thanks. You did the... Di- you, you, cut, you gave them a bit off because yeah. they were the skin. Yeah, I felt for them a bit, you know. Oh, Andy, they mugged you off, as writing oh, would Oh, absolutely. Say. Did they? Yeah. The mate of Max Rushton's, I shall never forgive him. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, got I've got a bit of news. Over. Oh, turned over. I've got a news. Well, it's my fault. I've got a news about Harry Kane. He's got a golf simulator in Andy's old bedroom. <laughs> Fantastic. They've got like an Acapulco-like diving board into the pool in the exactly. garden. Imagine they were just sitting there. They went back home that night. Yeah, I've got another 20 grand off. That Andy Jacobs, what a mug. Basically. Fantastic. Drinking pina coladas in the garden. Andy. Brilliant, isn't Not it? Not like you. Anyway, uh, THFC Biffo, whoever he is. Oh, yeah. Was he, he was a fighter pilot, wasn't he? In Tottenham fan and fighter pilot. <laughs> he is. He said he's written to the star about <laughs> Harry Kane. He said, Harry Kane and Levy have to end all this speculation about his future. It ain't fair on Spurs fans. I got my grandson a Spurs shirt and he had Kane put on the back. Oh, I wouldn't have risked if that. If Harry leaves, he ain't getting another one at those rip-off prices. Never mind the 100 million and the England captain's future. Just worry about your grandson's shirt. Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant, isn't yeah. it? Fine. Also, you got to, at this stage, you're not going out and buying the cane shirt, are you? Really, it's, you're always no. you're always sort of hedging your bets at certain times, thinking a player's going to move on. I'm, I'm very happy that Christian Pulisic is moving on. Oh yeah, I bet they can't wait in the San Siro for him missing 19 out of the 20 chances he gets. <laughs> the most irritating player ever to play for Chelsea. Him, really annoying. A good player, isn't he? 
Is he? Well, I, I don't know. know. I don't I think he is, really. He's a good player, but you're right. His, his conversion rate was, was not great, was it? Mm. And this woman, Mary Windsor, I don't know if her middle name's Wives of. <laughs> it's a great thing. Mary, Mary Windsor. She's known as Wives of in the dressing room. <laughs> yeah. Mary, wife. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah. Arthur Ferry. Arthur, the new British kid at Wimbledon, lost to Danny Medvedev. All right, thanks very much. Danny, tell us what we already know. Yeah. But he reminds me of a supercharged Jimmy Connors. He absolutely isn't, is he? Let's be honest. I bet Arthur pictured... Arthur! ...will give us lots to cheer about in tennis. Thank yeah. you. Probably not. Did you see that uh, suit? as a yeah. catwalk suit that a bloke was wearing. It's a double-breasted suit, but it looks like you're wearing... Like you've got a six-pack of muscles. Yeah. It's tremendous, honestly. It'll look great with my bowling ball, wouldn't it? Yeah, with your big derby. <laughs> I think that's an interesting look. He's got very muscular <laughs> shoulders and arms, but he's got a big old derby on him <laughs> as well. With six-pack, you know. This was a corker. Mm. Have you heard... This was a story in the Days Telegraph. The European Club Association, brackets ECA, run by Paris Saint-Germain chairman Nasser Al-Khalifi, mm. has told uh, its members that they can... They are prohibited from joining the newly formed Union of European Clubs. So we've got the European Club... Association, the Union of European Clubs. It's proper uh, the People's Front of Judea, <laughs> Judean People's Front country, isn't it? You can't join the other one. It's we good, don't like it? their name. Yeah. And uh, Boris Becker has been addressing Instagram fans about Wimbledon. He's taking questions and all that stuff. Can somebody tell him to get away from the camera? His face is so big. Really? So people make that mistake, don't they, when they're doing Zoom calls and things like that. They sit too close to the monitor or the phone or whatever. Yeah. And just your head fills the whole screen. Don't bother Boris. Okay, well, look, all, great, uh, all great advice. I then. thought it would be, yeah. Thank you very much for that. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. <laughs> Paul Jacobs here on Talks about a story that Fletch didn't quite get in because it's just emerged in the last minute or so. It's just confirmation of something we knew uh, that mm. William Saliba has signed a new long-term deal yeah. at Arsenal. Looking, June, good. looking good 20, for Arsenal. 27, yeah, they're building a very good squad. It pains me to say. Yep. I'm sure they'll be delighted that I say that. Anyway, um, let's look at a week of sport on TV now in the company of Martin Kellner. Good afternoon, Martin. Good afternoon to you, boys. You all right? Not too yes, bad, good, Martin. Thanks. I see from uh, your Twitter feed that uh, you're going to be talking mainly tennis today. Almost exclusively tennis. Oh, well, wow. I love it, as you know. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I'm really enjoying Wimbledon. It's come to, uh, down to the usual thing, you know, we're waiting for Andy Murray. As we always are at Wimbledon, he obviously beat the... Uh, my wife got excited because he'd beaten uh, the British number five, uh, Peniston, in the uh, in the first round. Mm. And I said, well, not that great. I'm the British number six. <laughs> uh, but, but, you know, joking apart, it's mm. uh, the week started off badly. Like I say, we were basically at the start of the week, we were just watching Brits get beat and uh, watching the rain. It's now uh, turned around and it's looking, it's looking quite good, you know, with Murray due to play uh, later on this afternoon it's against... Not- uh, Dennis Peniston. It's not Dennis Peniston. Not no. Dennis. There's a, no. a reference to lovers of comedy on TV in the very early nineties, I think. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I've enjoyed, the one thing they the one thing they could do away with at Wimbledon, as far as I'm concerned, and not just at Wimbledon, but all the tennis slams, is that interview the on the. Yeah, the interview on the court yeah. after the... Because uh, mm. they all say exactly the same thing. They all say, I'm really glad I got through, really tough opponent. And it's the only sport where you have to you have to compliment the crowd. They turn around to the crowd and say, you guys were terrific. Yeah. And everybody in the crowd whoops and hollers. Mm. I mean, basically, you only have to have a ticket to go to... A, you've not done anything remarkable no. if you've actually managed to attend a tennis match. <laughs> it's yeah, a good I, I point. Mean, 
they seem to socially distance still. It's like I'm watching uh, one from two years ago. I suppose it's, you know, you don't want the uh, the players to get colds or pick up a... But, I mean, they, there seems to be quite a long get, a sort of distance between the interviewers and the people they're interviewing. Yes, that's true. I'll yeah. tell you who's very good at it, uh, Rishi Passat. Yeah. Uh, what a terrific broadcaster he is because he's used to interviewing people at a distance because last week or the week before last, he was interviewing all the jockeys at Royal Ascot mm. with that very long microphone. Mm. So as the jockeys were returning to the uh, to the paddock with, on the horses, mm. he, he's very good. He holds the mic up to the horse. Maybe he can only speak um, to uh, someone at two metres. <laughs> possibly. That's that, yeah, it's worth yeah. investigating. Maybe he'll be asking Kvitova to sit on a horse. So he can interview her properly. <laughs> does help. Does yeah, help. Yeah. The, the other thing, I mean, in the midst of uh, in the midst of Wimbledon, um, this uh, Sky documentary called McEnroe. I don't mm. know whether you've seen it or not. It's yeah, we fabulous... spoke to John McEnroe about it actually mm. on the show. Yeah, a little uh, yeah. when it first came out it was in the cinemas. Yeah, mm. is he happy with it? I mean, well, it, it's, all, I it's all there, all I, the agony, all is, the ecstasy. Yeah, I think he was. I mean, he was fully involved in it, as you see. You know, he's, he's filmed a lot now. I mean, it's, it is warts and all, mm. isn't it? Oh, totally. I mm. mean, if you want to watch a two-hour-long documentary, um, you know, about tennis, it's a cracker. Mm. Because it, rather like uh, Andre Agassi's book, you know, it goes through the torment of being a, a top tennis player. I mean, as he says... In 1984, he'd won a couple of slams. He was the best player in the world. He said, I am the greatest player in the history of tennis. Why doesn't it feel that amazing? Mm. And there's something about, you know, these, these they do, not all of them, obviously, you know, Federer's managed to stay very balanced, etc. And uh, Nadal, although there was a profile of Nadal in the Sunday Times a few years ago, which sort of said that he had, uh, you know, psychological issues, I put it that way. Not as much as McEnroe, you know. You see a lot of the uh, the angry McEnroe when he uh, in the in the nineteen eighties, mm. but a lot of great tennis as well. And uh, Andy, I know you've uh, you've begun to get into old tennis, you know, with that. Uh, <laughs> you know, I watched the tennis. last one this week. It was so good. But those players, it, that's more than a tennis documentary because those mm. players changed history. They you know they had an effect on their society that they lived in mm. and. Uh, you know, it's a really fascinating documentary. Brilliant, yeah, I think. it really is. And, and, and this one, too, well, more so. Uh, I don't know whether you ever remember seeing uh, The Edge. That was the yeah, very good, very documentary, good documentary about England yeah. testing. Mm -hmm. It's the same director. It's a guy called Barney Douglas mm. who's directed it. Oh, yeah, yeah. And uh, it's really... I mean, there's some, there's some comedy in it as well, being uh, McEnroe. He doesn't take himself 100% seriously. And he's talking about the incident in the 80s when he'd won, he'd won the men's singles. And, of course, the tradition at Wimbledon is the winner of the men's singles goes to the dinner, the after-tournament you know, after dinner and dances with the, uh, with the winner of the ladies. And that yeah. happens every year. Uh, he didn't turn up because a bunch of mates had turned up. And he said, uh, what are you going to do? Are you going to go out with your mates? Or are you going <laughs> to go to this dinner with a lot of stuffed shirts so you can dance with Martina Navratilova? Um, he, made, he made it very clear that, uh, you know, he wasn't going to go to that. And there was, there was some great scenes with him and uh, uh, Vitas Garolitis, who was, mm. a, a, you know, a, a big, big mate, mate of his, his, wasn't he? He was yeah. playboy, wasn't he, Vitas? Yeah, he and was. he was very, you know, obviously quite distraught when he, when he died because totally, they were close, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's covered in it. And also, yeah. uh, you know, if, if we're looking at the, you know, the torment that he went through um, with his dad as well. Yeah, yeah. This, I mean, this is also a trope that runs through mm. tennis players. You know, when a member of the family becomes the coach, 
there comes the point where you know where there's where there's a split and it all seemed it was very acrimonious the split between um McEnroe and his dad uh, and as far as John McEnroe was concerned as he says in the documentary uh, he split from his dad as a manager because he wanted him to be a dad as a dad mm. you know he wanted to show him more affection and all that and his dad sort of drifted into alcoholism and, and ended up in a, in a in a care home and uh, according to Patty Smythe, who's the you know the current wife of uh, uh, of John McEnroe, he used to go up there every day, hoping, hoping for some sort of almost you know for his dad to say I'm sorry, yeah. you know, some sort of recognition that he wasn't a great father, you know. And uh, it's it's a it's well, a great you, it's interesting, man. You said at the top, it? it's if you like a tennis documentary, it kind of isn't. It's like all the best sports documentaries. Mm. They're about the they, they, they kind of transcend the sport, really, don't they? Like yeah. Senna and stuff like that. Yeah, totally. I mean, yeah. th this this one really is. It's a really good documentary, and there's lots of. Uh, Good stuff. The, uh, I mean, we see all the all the scenes of temperament at uh, Wimbledon in the early days in the seventies and eighties, uh, and then we see that he was because if you've been to see the film Air, you'll know all about Phil Knight, mm. you know, played, played by Ben Affleck in the movie. Um, I hadn't realised that they got onto McEnroe and his, um, you know, his cursing and everything at an early stage, and they show you an old uh, Nike ad uh, saying uh, John McEnroe swears by them. <laughs> um, which is a good advertising, which I never, yes, never, never, never uh, Martin, we're nearly yeah. out of time. So, um, are, are you, you fancy Murray this afternoon to get it done or not? No, I don't like it when they. I mean, I hope I'm wrong, mm. but um, you know, I, I won't always remember the the Tim Henman match. You know, which is, you, he was well on top. Yeah, and then they, uh, back, and then yeah. they postponed because of rain, and then they came back and uh, and he lost. So uh, I worry for him. But I mean, what a fantastic! You know, even if he doesn't win, what a fantastic performance! I mean, he's he's so good when he's up against it. I mean, you know, like I say, it's well, it's almost like a tradition at Wimbledon. You're wanting he's the he's the Ben Stokes of tennis, really. You're wanting uh, Andy Murray to you know to pull you out of the mire. So uh, you'll be. I take it you'll do a bit of tennis overnight, will you, on, on your show? Possibly. Yeah. No idea. But okay. I just think <laughs> yeah. a, like forward planning. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I do some forward planning. I yeah. usually do that about um, about midnight. To yeah. Tonight. <laughs> yeah. So one a.m. to um, six a.m. Uh, through the night, Martin. Mm, through the night, absolutely. Excellent. Uh, we'll catch up with you next week. Thanks very much. Okay. Like, cheers, boys. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Well, there we are. That's how it all unfolded uh, this afternoon. Uh, we'll be back on Monday, Andy. Yep. Reflecting on this test. Who knows? Reflecting on England's victory. Well, you see, that's, I love that positivity. Yeah, you've it's got fantastic. To be we could have lost it by the time you're listening to this. Um, so we'll do that <laughs> and we'll talk football. And uh, yes, hopefully the, uh, the under 21s will have a trophy in the cabinet. So uh, do hope you can join us then. Um, if not, the podcast, as always, will be available at four. Have a great weekend. You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4 p.m. on TalkSport. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. 
Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.